Having secured the glove of Darth Vader, Trioculus receives a warning that a Jedi Prince will be a threat to his reign and must be destroyed. Underground beneath the rainforests of the fourth moon of Yavin, a young Jedi is growing up hidden within the lost city of the Jedi. Hey, this is the show. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, welcome to Grand Moff Talk and delicately Hi. curated short forum conversation about the Star Wars Expanded Universe brought to you by, uh, we don't do the intro on the bonus episodes. We do, it just never works out right. Yeah, because what we do is we do these first to shake the cobwebs off, and at the beginning we can never remember how to do the intro or how to talk. Speaking of cobwebs, can we give an update on what was going on in the ceiling just 10 minutes ago? Yeah, a spider almost fell directly in Isaac's mouth. Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> a bed bug got out of Riley and Chelsea's bed and made its way up to becoming a ceiling bug what on the ceiling. What kind of bed bug? It was a spider. But if it's in someone's bed. <laughs> it, it was on the ceiling. I'm not sure. Are you telling me that no one ever sleeps on a ceiling? <laughs> well, I guess That's I prejudicial. I How do they sleep is. in space here, Riley? How do they sleep in space? I don't know. I've never been. I mean, in an in, interstellar. Forget it. <laughs> so, Riley, you um, read yeah. a book it? about Star Wars. I did. I very was it about did. The Last Jedi? No, it was about The Lost City of the Jedi. Oh, now, kind of recap. If you're just tuning in, you've already stopped listening to the show. But let's say you accidentally can't find the play or pause button on your podcast and you're if still you, listening i can't find the play button this podcast will stop playing. <laughs> if you can't find the play button i hit have, the play button once and i can't find it you again. have incredible powers to listen to a podcast without hitting the play button someone put a bandana over my head spun me around three times now i can't find it you're at a four-year-old's birthday party <laughs> so okay on this uh, little segment that we do occasionally called eu we read books in Good the job. old star wars Thank you very much. <laughs> Isaac, right now, I'm going to tell you something. We're friends. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but we, we talk about the... I'm just happy to be invited, guys. You know what? It's <laughs> <Get> over <out> here. <laughs> we talk about the expanded universe, the old canon, Legends, as it's now called. And so each of us, me, Jake, Riley... Hey. And Isaac... Spooba. <laughs> Spooba, indeed. Spooba. We've each picked a series of uh, books to read, and I've been reading the Young Jedi Knights book. Isaac's been reading the Jedi something? Apprentice. Apprentice. It's more like a series of unfortunate events, guys, if you ask me. If you go back and listen to <laughs> our last episode, which you, you won't want to do after hearing such a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then Riley has been reading what series? Uh, I guess the Jedi Prince series. It didn't have an official title, but... You just... Does anybody else other than you call it this? I've been wondering this. Maybe? Okay. I don't know. According to Riley, he's reading the Jedi Prince series. What would you call it? There's no... There's nothing on there. I read... I would call it Star Wars Book One, because that's what it says in the title. Yeah, that's what it says. A little misleading. It is, because there's actually three books in this book one. It is really weird. It's called Star Wars Book One, and then it has three titles, The Glove of Darth Vader, which you talked about a couple weeks ago, mm -hmm, The mm -hmm. Lost City of the Jedi, and Zorba the Hutt's Revenge. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't have, you're right, it doesn't have like the Young Jedi Knights banner no. or like the Star Wars Aftermath banner. Because there was it's only- just Star Wars. Yeah, there's only six of them. I think there was, like that was it. They, they knew it wasn't going to become a long series. Riley, like, if you were to write a trilogy of books, how many books would be in it? <laughs> Um, you know, usually about five. Yeah, I think seven or eight's good for it. Yeah, really for a trilogy. good trilogy. Yeah, but it's so weird. 
that they called it book one. They put three books in it, but there's only six, so there's only two books. Yeah, there's a book that don't two, have a name. Yeah, there's a book two that has three more books in it. If I you've think, slipped, wow. that's your brains on the ground, people. This is the old canon, yep. guys. Um, so you're going to be talking about the lost city of the Jedi, and hopefully Zorba the Hutt's Revenge, if we can keep it concise. Yeah, so we far, we failed do. to do so. Um. Tell us about the lost city of the Jedi. Well, I want to start Ooh, off. I forgot. You should probably recap the last episode if it oh. ties in, which I, I think it does. We kind of touched on the other two books in your first episode, right? I <laughs> which mean, is sort of like you know, honestly, the last one does not tie in that much. Pretty much, you just have the same characters. Nothing story important happened in the last almost book. like but a reminds, Saturday morning serial. Yeah. I mean, obviously, most of our listeners they re-listen to episodes all the time. Oh, all the they time. have an intimate knowledge of everything Constantly. we say. But for perhaps people who listened to it once and forgot about it, who is the so guy, and yeah. what did he do with the thing he got? So there's this guy named Trioculus who right. says he's uh, Palpatine's son. Palpatine. And this is after Re- Return of the Jedi, so Palpatine's dead. Um, Empire's in shambles. They need a new emperor to lead them, and this um, this Trioculus is going to take over because he's Palpatine's son. Because he has three eyes, and that was it was foretold that Palpatine's son would have three eyes. <laughs> Who foretold this, by the way? Uh, Supreme Prophet Caden. I think we all meet we did talk about yeah, foretold. I think, we, I think we meet him in this. <laughs> I think we're actually going to meet Caden in this book. So. Can I just stop everything for one second and yeah. just say that Isaac made a very good pun? Did he? Thanks. <laughs> very good. I never hear them while I'm here. It's always when I'm editing later <laughs> that I hear his great jokes. You're in for a treat. I, I'm excited to. I'm listen not going to repeat it, but listen. Yeah. Just, I, I can't wait to hear it. Hit later. that 15 second back button and, and 8219710, call in the joke. <laughs> well, all right. 614. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this Trioculus, but it's revealed like immediately in the first book that Trioculus is not actually Palpatine's son. He's just faking it. He has three eyes, so they thought they would use this guy. Um, how long would you say it takes? Like, how long do they protract this mystery? Is it like, so, I'm, I'm his son, but, but not really? <laughs> yeah, so you find out that you, or they say he's his son, like in the first chapter. And I'd say about 40 pages in, you find out that he's not. Yeah, that's not a <laughs> so long time. <laughs> they didn't really sit on that for very long. So we, the audience, know that he's not his son, but that there is a real son out there somewhere. Does the Empire know that? Oh, they certain, know. Certain people do. He doesn't know that he's not the Emperor's son, right? No, he knows. Oh. Trioculus knows. Okay. He's in on it. But and he lied? Ins- yeah, he several exceptions. Several of the Grand Moffs know that he is not actually, but, but like your average stormtrooper or whatever believes that he is, and all the rebels believe that he is. But the important thing was that he was convinced that if he got the <laughs> right, right glove right. of Darth Vader, yeah. he'd be able to use the Force. <laughs> yeah, because the right glove of, of Darth Vader was indestructible, in case you guys didn't know that. Was it really, or do they just think it is? No, it really, in this book, it is indestructible. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Wow. So, for some reason... Even though his it wasn't a glove, it was a robot hand for whatever reason. <laughs> in this book, it's a glove and it's indestructible. Um, yeah, how so is he, his he hand going it. into the <laughs> part of so part of the prophecy that Caden has was that um, Palpatine's son would have three eyes, and he would wear the glove of Darth Vader. That's how you would know that this guy is the thing. So that's why he's trying to find the glove so much because he wants to be the, the new emperor. Yeah. Um, so this book begins with a dream, a force dream. Just like mm. the rest of us. Just like the rest of us. We so, all begin with a dream. So it doesn't end with an end simulation, but it does end with somebody waking up and saying it was just a dream. Yes. Like that one season good. of Dallas. Oh, wait. You know what? I lied. I'm just looking. Wow. It's, for the listener, I talked about Glove of Darth Vader like a month and a half ago. Yeah. And that's when I read the, this book. 
and I have not thought about this book since, so I'm going to be a little fuzzy on some details. Great podcast alert. It doesn't start with a dream. Oh. <laughs> well, guys, we tried our best. Every day, more lies. <laughs> <laughs> it does start with um, Han or with Luke going to Han's house that he's building. Mm. Uh, they made Han a carpenter. Man. Yeah. He's how many, how many stories in this book? Uh, or in this house? How many stories? Only one story. Oh, good. Uh, and the house, <laughs> though, probably a lot. It's a, it's described a as like a floating mansion on Bespin. So it's like a house that just like floats outside. How Bespin. is he building it? With floating knee pads? I mean, him and Chewie are just doing it, you know? Him and Chewie are just building this thing. They're just they're floating up there with a hammer and a nail. Yeah. Just one of each. <laughs> um. So <laughs> Han's, Han's house... Oh yeah, this is where the in the middle the of our street is the warning and detection device. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of nice little uh, acronyms. Nope, yeah, no. acronyms. <laughs> acronyms. No, the first one. There are anachronisms in Star Wars, true. but also acronyms. Um, so Luke is on on Cloud City for some unrelated reason that we never really find out about. Who's helping Lando? Is he going to go to the climatorium? Probably, probably. <laughs> but he's helping Lando out, and while he was there, he just thought he'd pop in on on uh, Han and find out how his house building was doing so how his house building was doing yeah <laughs> that's a good podcast i'm good at, i'm good at english <laughs> han personally how han his house personally. building was doing um it's fine so they they have like this long talk about leia and han's like oh, i thought she, that she'd have forgotten about me by now Did, are you saying she still likes me and and luke's like yeah you idiot she still likes you you shouldn't have left to build your floating mansion. Oh, wait. So this is important. So Han and Leia are not together? They're not really together in this book. Like, they're still doing their flirting thing that they were doing through all the movies. Huh. That's frustrating. But yeah. didn't you say that eventually in this same, in perhaps book oh, two they, of yes. Star Wars, they get married they in a certain get amusement park? Yeah. They go from flirty to married in one children's book? <laughs> well. Does, don't you think it's a little fast? It's a little quick. It's giving the, a bad impression to kids, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Love takes more time than that. Wait for the right Guys, one. Guys, how long how long should courtship be? <laughs> Seven weeks. Well, okay. <laughs> how long have you been dating? Heads up, Christina. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, um, if you're in our living room, you know what that means. <laughs> it's funny because she's here. So Luke, like this this beginning is here. so <laughs> she's here. Um Here. You're gonna love me. We watched Dark Knight, we watched Dark Knight last night. That was my favorite line. Then you're gonna love me. <laughs> um so this beginning is it sounds like it's like Luke and Han should be on the bed, you know, curled up with Pardon? their pillows and hot like, chocolate and hot chocolate, just talking about the girls that they like and stuff. Because <laughs> Luke is like, I'm just wondering just like why you made do. this. Luke's like, I'm wondering why you made this house so big. Is there any special reason why you added so many bedrooms? And why do you ask? Han replied suspiciously. Luke gave a shy smile. Well, oh. I guess I was just wondering if you ever intended to get married and fill this house with kids. <laughs> hey, man, that's your sister you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. He's talking about his sister. You want to marry my sis, bro? Um, <laughs> that's what I say to all my single dudes, too. I go to their house. They're, 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 they put any type of furniture in. You think about getting married one day and filling this whole thing with some kids? Gonna have a couple little guys running around here. <laughs> Can't you guys just picture Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford having this conversation? <laughs> yeah, they really tapped into the voices. Of guys, characters, what do you think sure. C-3PO buys when he goes to Walmart? <laughs> the Jedi Prince series, obviously. What we like is Star Wars humor that everybody can enjoy that takes place within the Star Wars universe. And nobody gets hurt. Everyone's having a good time. Oh, man, he like he gets... 
he comes out with it. Luke looked his old friend straight in the eye. Come on, Han. You can tell me. Were you thinking about marrying my sister Leia when you build this huge place? <laughs> wow. Oh, so it's bad. So anyway. It's good dialogue. I know that. Yeah, this great dialogue gets interrupted by a bomb. There's, <laughs> a, there's an explosion. And that you're not happens. saying that like Han dropped the bomb like, no way, man. No, there was a, a literal bomb that. Why, yeah, Luke flipped over backward, knocking his head against the floor. This bomb is never explained, by the way. Oh, no. The The only explanation is, like, later on in the book, they're like, oh, what What about that bomb that happened? And <laughs> It sounds like the book I read. <laughs> and and it's, like, explained away. I think 3PO or someone says it was probably, like, leftover from those smugglers that we handled on Cloud City before we visited Han. So, like, they, I guess they just kind of say that maybe those smugglers that they were taking care of Huh. Sent a bomb. Like I, it's not explained. It's so frustrating. People in the Star Wars universe are kind of uninterested when bombs go off. We've noticed so far in the old canon. Yeah, <laughs> they'll go back and check it out later. But in the moment, they're like, oh, "That's kind of unfortunate." Anyway, so Luke's hand gets damaged in the in the explosion. Which hand? His robot hand. It says the hospital didn't have the right parts. The the best bin hospital. In fact, not a single More like the worst bin hospital. Yeah, right. In fact, not a. <laughs> <laughs> That was, that, was a, a, that was a yeah, a fake, that was a fake laugh. laugh. <laughs> if you could insert a laugh track later, why? Uh, where I just did right. <laughs> so it says not a single medical supply outfit in Cloud City had the parts needed for some reason for Luke's hand. So he has. What to were go... the supplies? Like a finger? I, I guess I don't like. Well, I don't know. The fingernails. So he has to go back to the fourth moon of Yavin, and <laughs> Han, Han, Han wait, is... wait. That's yeah. Yavin four. Yeah. The fourth moon Ugh. of Yavin. Can you believe it? That's where that, everything happens in this book, pretty much. Have we, and this is a real question, have we read a Star Wars book take pre-Phantom Menace that, that hasn't taken place hasn't on Yavin? hasn't gone to Yavin for at some point. <laughs> I, don't I think, haven't. I don't think um, the Jedi Apprentice series, I don't think they oh, ever go there. I, wait, I mean, you mean oh, like... Oh, wait, you said, yeah, you said pre-Phantom Menace. So yeah, no, I don't, pre, I don't pre think we've read the film like, Phantom Real life Years yeah. of Our Lord. Yeah, no, yes. I don't think we've read canonical years of our Lord where they haven't gone there yet. That <laughs> they, was a, that was a big plan. They go there. there every time. It was like the bar from not the bar, the coffee shop from Friends where they always. I was gonna say the bar from. Is that like the most obscure place Jews. that you have to choose from because they say the names of the other planets? They're like, well, they didn't say this one, so that's our most indie rock uh, option. I guess they don't say Yavin Four in the movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So Han, Han resigned himself that his sky house was going Uncle to have Joey. to wait. Friendship comes first. Is what Han says. So he has to take Luke back to uh, Yavin or Yavin. That's Some people say Yavin. I say Yavin. It's, I think I it's, say Yavin. Yeah, I think Yavin is technically incorrect. But you I'm don't still say going Gavin. Like, hey, my friend Gavin is coming over. <laughs> you would if it was his name. One of my favorite. Well, I would not be his friend if that was his well, name. One of my favorite fair. bands from the Hot Topic t-shirt t-shirt section was Dance Gavin Dance. <laughs> Brighton, if you got that Hot Topic joke, because I didn't. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure that's a real joke. It probably probably is. We're never uh, quite sure. <laughs> so they were they're met by Leia once they get to Yavin Yavin and um, now hang okay I do have a question yeah so we're expected to believe that Yavin slash Yavin has a more sophisticated medical facility than Cloud City apparently I don't buy that <laughs> no you should buy that of Cloud it's City stupid. is that it's like one of the nicest yeah. luxurious okay yeah it's really stupid you shouldn't they, buy that they put their invested their entire infrastructure on strictly mining and they just That's completely forgot healthcare and ice cream mining? makers. Is there privatized health care on Bespin? Yeah, it's an inside Star Wars joke. 
There's a guy in <laughs> Lando. When Lando tells everyone to evacuate uh, Cloud City, there's one guy running by, and oh. he's just carrying like an ice cream Will maker from like the set from the <laughs> '80s. It's just like this straight up ice cream maker. Do you guys and, remember? And he runs, yeah, he runs like right through the shot with this thing, and everyone's like, "That's that makes ice cream. Why is that guy carrying?" Do you guys remember? It? Then, of course, it's, it's the EU, so a huge backstory gets made about him. No way. Yeah. Seriously, you guys remember at Celebration they had the running of the Wilro Hoods, mm -hmm. like all That's those people in the orange jumpsuits. Who were carrying that one thing? Were you around? Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, I guess that was, his name's Wilro Hood, and he was carrying an ice cream. That maker. is a dope name. They even they made an action figure of him about seven eight years ago. As soon as Han and Leia uh, meet up on Yavin Yavin, um, they kiss. So it's like they're still they still got. Oh, thank you. So they're still doing this weird thing. So now this is where the dream happens. While Luke is recovering, he's he's in the med bay, and Obi Wan appears before him yet again Ray. he was in his dream I'll, I'll just read this does he say you're in the wrong place in the wrong place he says that in his dream luke saw himself on a secret mission zooming along on his air air speeder air speeder his ear speeder air speeder he was close above the treetops of <laughs> of the rainforest your words. i'm not gonna read this it's stupid but um so yeah his his dream is about this secret place on on yavin and Obi-Wan tells him in this dream, memorize this code, Luke, Obi-Wan continued. It's important that she'll soon become clear to you. And here's the code that Obi-Wan Kenobi, the Force Ghost, tells Luke Skywalker okay. to memorize. Sure. J-E-99, D-I-88, F-O-R-0-0, C-E. It's just like Jedi Force with some numbers. I am so mad. Is this in... <laughs> Are they in on the joke? In the universe? I don't know. This is like no. Luke is like, oh, I need to remember. I need to make sure I remember this code. I don't know when I'll need it. And is that why you wrote Holy Smokes? It. He uses it later. Yeah, I wrote Holy Smokes <laughs> yeah. because of that code. Well, yeah, Riley wrote Holy Smokes at the beginning, at I the top of this page, in really big letters. Now that's. I thought it was neat in uh, Lost Stars. At one point, there's like some sort of code for something that's like zero five two five one nine seven seven because that takes like a half a second of thought for like, oh, that's when Star Wars was released. Oh yeah, See, that's, that's kind of cool. They put that cool in there. That's fine. Thing. Yeah, well, Jedi, when, Jedi Force though. When the code yeah. is literally Star Wars is cool ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was my old uh, email password when I was twelve. <laughs> cool Jedi bro ninety six. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> still my password today, guys. That's all I want to be. So this chapter ends, of course, because we can't have a book where we don't reference the movies. So Luke is just thinking to himself, since the day when Obi-Wan Kenobi had been cut down by Darth Vader's lightsaber blade, the Jedi uh. Master had appeared to Luke several times in visions. Because we have to remember the movies, you guys. As if you would be reading this without having seen the movie. Yeah, like, this is exactly. so compelling on its own. I don't even need to read the movie. <laughs> so <laughs> so Luke, Luke ends up flying over what? the forest in his airspeeder just because... That's what the dream told him to do, and he's looking for a place to use this code. Did Hakeem Olajuwon come to him and say, "Do this, this"? And this? <laughs> he's just looking. The dream for a, is telling him to do the things. dream. Yes, <laughs> he's the just dream is telling him. Looking for a place yeah, to use a code. He, yeah, he has no idea what he's, he's like. Doing. I'll go to the bank. I'll go to a store and try to go into the employees only section. Yep. Wow. So, He'll go to the bank. He'll go to the store. <laughs> thank you, Doctor Seuss. Now, here's we have. Chapter two, and oh, we're only on chapter two. Yeah, that was all chapter one. Oh no, we meet our protagonist of the books to come. So it's not Luke, Han, or Leia. They're 
they're mostly there for this character to like fawn over from, from now on out. Is it a deer? Could it um, be? Yes, it's a, it's a deer. No, this is the Jedi Prince himself, Ken. <gasps> the, titular Ken. the titular Ken. The titular Ken. Ken is 12. Oh. It immediately says he's a 12-year-old boy. And he is a fan of Star Wars. <laughs> like this is just a, this is this character is supposed to be you reading the book. I was about I to. I remember way back when you said like if you thought Ray was a Mary Sue, then this oh, is. Oh yeah, no, it's this guy. He immediately meets everybody, and everyone loves him. Han thinks he's cool. Luke immediately wants to train him because he's so cool. An actual Mary Sue. Leia probably has a crush on him. I don't think that's. You know, in the future, he's only twelve, so she doesn't. Looks but... like here, have some hot chocolate. <laughs> yeah, this is like in the future when all books that are written like will input our vital statistics statistics into it, and we are the point of view character. Yeah, they in probably every book we they read. probably could have gotten they could have gotten rid of Ken and just like put a blank space there, and you were supposed to like write your name in this. There was book. a like, tiny little like, there was a yeah. tiny little mirror in every space where there's supposed to be a character <laughs> <Yeah>. name. <laughs> That you know, I might like this book more if they had done that. The real Jedi reader is you. <laughs> He's got this this pet named Zebo. It's described as like a zebra dog monkey cat thing. So wow, dog monkey cat. Thing. He oh wait a minute. <laughs> he actually says I've never seen a cat or a dog except in pictures in the Jedi library. So in this book, cats and dogs are real. Wow. Canon, so. Well, ducks are real. Ducks are real. That is true. Thank you, Captain Pancake. Um, <laughs> So here's I'm gonna show you guys. We'll put this on the on the Twitter. Maybe uh, maybe we always say we're gonna put stuff on Twitter, and we we rarely do. Oh, we do sometimes. So we have um, oh he has a droid named HC100, who's his like homework droid, and he resembles homework droid. Yeah, it says he like he does schoolwork and stuff. He lives in this this lost city of the Jedi, which is completely run by droids. There's no other people there except Ken oh. and droids. There's no Jedi here. So, um, we find hmm. out that he, Ken loves Star Wars. Here's a picture I'm going to show you guys of Ken's bedroom. And it is filled with <laughs> no, models no, of no. X-Wings and the Millennium Falcon. And there's and literally there's, just a Macintosh computer. There's a, yeah, there's an old Macintosh computer. That's there's crazy. a little toy of like Darth Vader that he yeah, can play with. He has with. an action figure of Darth yeah. Vader in his room. So, Are you about to tell us? In like, a jukebox. He has a jukebox yeah, in the 1950s. That's, that's pretty cool. You're going to tell us next, like his grandpa's telling him this whole story, and this is just the Princess Bride, <laughs> but with Star Wars. I think I might like it more if it did that, too. <laughs> So yeah, he's just he's just a straight up fan of Star Wars. Now you find out that his all the homework he has to do is stuff about what Luke has done and what Han has done, and like he wait, fails. which is only going to be like what three years ago? Because how yeah, long does much. the original trilogy span? Pretty much, yeah, not that long. <laughs> you know, history books. You guys know how like all the kids in school right now are just doing history projects on the Iraq War <laughs> exclusively, <laughs> yeah, which exactly. is still happening. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, he he like gets his this droid that he has that he says looks like C three PO. That's how Ken describes the droid. <laughs> that um, is so weird. Oh, yeah. I guess we've established that in the um, expanded universe, the original trilogy characters were almost like celebrities. Like everybody yeah. knew they were. Yeah, exactly. And that this is especially true for Ken. I like that note you have. Just says Ken is twelve. <laughs> 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 just so you don't forget. Ken is twelve. <laughs> I was I I know I didn't want to forget that. Um, so he just says, "Hi, I'm Ken. I'm 12. I'm twelve. That's yeah. That's first paragraph. Hey, don't I'm worry. Ken. I'm twelve. Don't worry, I'm a guys. person. My name is Anakin. Hey, twelve. I mean friends. 
back to the episode. So, listeners, um, I don't know what we were talking about. I'm no, gonna have we to got edit. On a really long. I'm gonna track. edit out like ten minutes of just stuff we were talking about that had nothing to do with this book. So yeah, three of these minutes that. aren't real. What minutes, can we uh, hop, skip, and jump to the third act? That seems for where we are yeah, in the stream I, of time. I, oh, that's right. I wanted to read one last thing of of about Ken. Um, so he has this homework droid that looks like three PO. I'm just gonna read That's a little. Right. I'm gonna read a little quote about this droid uh, grading Ken's homework. <laughs> I see you finished your quiz on the history of the Great War against the Empire. You learned to spell Emperor Palpatine's name correctly. Oh, he certainly was a horrible emperor, no doubt about it. <laughs> the galaxy is better off now that he's dead. Mm, and what have we here? Mm. That's actually in there. Mm, it's like an H with. 14 M's after it. You've correctly described Darth Vader's role as Emperor Palpatine's second command, but oh no! You made a serious mistake in your quiz on the Rebel Alliance. He's getting quizzed on the Rebel Alliance. This is what everyone wanted to study in school back then. This is incredible. So he says, Luke Skywalker didn't pilot the Millennium Falcon in the first battle against the Death Star. It was Han Solo, and Chewbacca was his co-pilot. I thought you knew that, Ken. So this character Holy insert cow. is literally doing schoolwork oh about Star Wars. This is like I, every kid's dream. I love how easily they they shook off the whole uh, like dark reign of Palpatine. Like <laughs> yeah. basically, it's like a kid. He the, sure was a bad guy. It's like a family in the '80s who like powered through the Nixon presidency. It's it's like <laughs> well, yeah, on it's par with that. Years, right? It's like oh, well. good thing that guy's out of there. <laughs> anyway, yeah, like Palpatine is like Hitler. He's not like like Nixon. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> So we'll, we'll skip ahead. All the all the droids in this city are there to protect Ken, it seems, and they all they constantly say, "You're such an important boy, Ken." Let me just say really quick. Literally, that's like word boy. for word. You're a very once important again, boy. Once again, if if you're a nine or ten year old kid, like this might actually be pretty awesome. You if should you're read reading it. You'll this love when it. it. Came out. I loved it when I was twelve because I was Ken in my mind. Yeah, um, easy to put yourself in his shoes when he has your exact especially bedroom. whenever <laughs> these easy. books were written when Star Wars maybe wasn't as prevalent as it is right now. That's true. Material yeah. like that where you yeah. got to put yourself in there. Yeah, that's true. R remind our listeners when this was written. Uh, and maybe insert it at the top of the episode. Uh, 92. No, I'm never going to put it at the top of the episode. Uh, oh, 92? That, that 92. was like yeah, just... this is early. That was just out of the dark time. So, yeah, this was yeah. like... That's when I was Bizorn. This was probably... <laughs> <laughs> Boy. This was probably... Uh, really really awesome for like a eight-year-old right. kid who yeah someone who when they were real little they saw return of the jedi yeah. in theaters maybe and there's one droid i have to mention because his name is dj 88 <gasps> denicio del toro i think he's i think this is who benicio del toro is playing because everyone calls him dj in this book i now, think they went back to this i think ryan johnson read this book when he was a kid he must have. and he wanted dj in the movie and he got benicio del toro to play this droid now I'm gonna tell you something. I had a clever joke that DJ stood for Denicio Gel Toro. Yeah, I tweeted it at Ryan Johnson. Nary like. Oh well. Yeah. He probably gets a lot. And of he likes everything. Every I know he kind of does. <laughs> well, you should feel. <laughs> he responds to a lot of tweets. <laughs> didn't have anything. To do. And and that's really a conversation starter. What I tweeted him. It's unacceptable to me that he didn't yeah. respond. If he had responded, he would be on the show right now. I can just feel it. How's that coming, Jake? We're getting close. We're 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 working on finding a number. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Ken's only goal is to get out of this city. He's he's tired of living here. He's lived here his whole life. No other people, just droids. And here's a picture of the city. It looks huge. It's all underground on Yavin. The city is underground on Yavin. So I'm and losing. It looks huge. I'm losing track of what's happened. So Luke 
he's trying to find a place to use the code, and he right. finds this city, and in that city, he finds this yes. boy. Yes, so we, we eventually find, well, Ken escapes um, okay. to the surface. He's told not to because it's dangerous, but he escapes to the surface, and and Luke, him and Luke run into each other uh, on the surface of Yavin. While Luke, Luke says, you're in the wrong place. place. <laughs> yes, everyone says that in this book. <laughs> um, so there's also this guy named Baji. Oh, God, there's so Baji much Ball. in this book. Does he's, he speak Baji? He's a Hoden healer, is how he's described. Hoden healer. Hoden. Hoden. That's that's his species. He's Not a Hoden good. healer. He only speaks in rhymes. <laughs> he's like uh, Grundy the Witch from Pandro Kazooie. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Here, so here's his introduction. You've come from afar, so very welcome you are. Baji is my name. I'm glad that you came. It's the worst, the worst <laughs> rhyme. He in is literally. It's actually way worse than Grundy. Oh, is, the, worse, yeah. is the dialogue written like poetry on the page? Yes. Nice. <laughs> it is. This is Redwall. A Hoden healer, am I? May these plants never die. <laughs> so it's they don't like even have like the syllables right. No, oh. no, it doesn't have a good cadence or anything. It's awful. Cadence, the character from this book. Yes, cadence. <laughs> um, the supreme prophet cadence. So they they run into each other. However, at the same time, Triaculus is going to visit Supreme Prophet Caden, who's this really short. He looks like a dwarf from like Lord of the Rings. He's got a big, huge beard, real short. They all all the prophets of the dark side kind of wear these cool robes that look like the galaxies, and you're supposed to like not be able to focus on them because they're like they're from. They look like they're from. They're a moving like Rorschach's yeah. mask. Yeah, exactly like that. It's, mm. So that's kind of cool, I guess. If I had to pick something cool from this book, Dead Dog and Alleyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I imagine Caden's voices. Caden tells um, Trioculus when they're meeting that that uh, there's this Jedi prince named Ken that is going to kill Trioculus. That's his new prophecy. He accepts him as the emperor, even though Caden knows he's not Palpatine's son either. Oh, um, no. But then he says, it doesn't matter because you're going to die soon because this Jedi prince Ken is going to kill you. So he tells him you better go to Yavin and kill this kid or he doesn't say it's a kid. He just says, kill this prince. So Triaculus is expecting like a fully grown adult to be right. the one who's going to kill him. So Triaculus goes to Yavin to try and find him as well. So handily, everyone's on the same planet again. <laughs> Everyone goes to Yavin. Everyone goes to Yavin. Uh. Triaculus in the empire and Ken is already there wandering the surface and Luke is there. Um, still so looking for force Jedi. Still looking codes for, to yeah. Somewhere. So all that happens is um, Ken loses his notebook and this and because DJ the droid comes to take Ken back to the the lost city. Luke can't find him, can't find the entrance yet. But Ken drops his notepad that says in it, "This notebook belongs to Ken." <laughs> Dome House, Dome House Twelve, South Jedi Lane, Lost City of the Jedi. No, it does not yeah, say so South Jedi Lane. It says South Jedi. We can post it on Twitter. Right There's there. an illustration. Yeah. Holy mackerel! So, Luke now Baji finds that I think and gives it to Luke. So Luke now has a way to find Ken if he can get down to with Lost literally City. his address. <laughs> with his address. Would have been interesting maybe if he had to like search around the city, but nope. <laughs> Um, so again, they they pull the twist really quickly in this book because we find out in chapter f four, chapters are really long in this. We find out in chapter four that Caden doesn't use the force either, and his prophecies that he foretells are really just thanks to this really good spy network that he has. So huh. we think that you know we think Trioculus is is the guy, and we find out immediately he's not. We think Caden's this prophet. Immediately we find out he's not. He's just oh. a really good spy. So that's kind of a bummer that they didn't sit on that longer. But he still gets a cool robe. 
he gets a really cool robe. It's like the Star Wars book equivalent of like one of those Bigfoot reality shows where like, oh my gosh, did we found Bigfoot? And they come back from the commercial. <laughs> nope. We didn't It was find just a him. picture on a popsicle stick. It was stick. just a redneck on a four-wheeler again. <laughs> <laughs> There's one picture in this book that I actually wrote is kind of cool. Okay. Um, it's on their like space station. It's the it's in the null zone, wherever the heck that is. Um, you wrote okay, kind of cool at the top of the page. <laughs> I did because it's that's a cool. great Radiohead album. <laughs> um, that's the re-release. I think. So they're on, they're on this space station, Scardia, where where Caden is, and so he has like he's collected all kinds of antiques and stuff. So like the prophets look kind of cool. That's Those robes Kaden. are cool. Yeah, that's Caden right there. That's Supreme Prophet or Prophet Jagger or something like that. And he's Jagermeister. He's real mm. tall, so he's kind of cool. And then like you can see they've got like Mandalorian army. They've got the Ark of the Covenant. Isaac, you'll like that. Oh. They've got the Ark of the Covenant in this picture. <laughs> so that's kind of that's kind of fun. Was Jaeger the one that threw the bomb? Yes. Supreme Prophet Jaeger is the I one that threw the bomb. I get it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Kids, you'll find out when you're older. Um, so when Trioculus gets to, he, he finds out there's an entrance to, the, there's only one entrance to this lost city. And it's, it's like this, North it's like this marble hut statue. Marble not, hut. Not, not a hut, but like an actual hut that you would live in. I guess you could live in like Obi-Wan's Java hut. if you wanted. Yes. You could live in Java. He's pretty big. Several puppeteers did. Yeah. Um, but the only way Trioculus can think to find it is to just burn the whole forest down. So Hey, he's like the guy in Burma in the Dark Knight. Yes. Who found the... Just the, like that. Some people ruby. just want to watch the, the world burn. The a tangerine. <laughs> So the last book was all about save the whales. This one is all about save the rainforest because now oh everyone's trying to stop Trioculus from burning down the Yavin 4 rainforest. Um, Yavin forest. Yavin forest. That would have been a better pun. I wish I'd said that. Congratulations. We'll add it in post. <laughs> um, so they they all have to try and stop Trioculus. Meanwhile, they, they find the Luke stumbles upon the entrance before Trioculus did. Trioculus has to leave because for some reason, oh, that's right, the glove of Darth Vader is turning him blind because he can't handle this it. This is a huge uh, Yeah, I forgot thing. about that. Quicker. It's actually not that huge because it happens about here in the book. His hand is making him go blind. <laughs> Subtext. Subtext. <laughs> that's all we'll leave in. So <laughs> we just cut out a bunch of stuff. Yep. His hand uh. is making him, the glove is making him go blind. And... um. So he has he has to take it off, and the only way to save him is this Hoden healer who has like these special seeds in his hut. So Trioculus runs in the hut while it's on fire, and mm. it <laughs> takes these seeds, mm. and <laughs> and like they're they're supposedly going to heal heal him, but he gets burnt in the process in this hut. You got burnt. So the Empire has to leave Yavin because Trioculus is like crisp a crispy nugget. Um, <laughs> so he's gone. And but the planet is still like on fire and it's in, it's bad. Turns out DJ the droid remembers that um, you might have thought that the weather on Yavin occurs naturally. Yeah, but it doesn't. There's a computer in the Lost City of the Jedi no, that controls way. Like, the weather system. The of computer Yavin. from Superman three. Yes. Oh my god. That gosh. computer. That's amazing. Controls the weather. So they he he finally agrees to take Luke down to the Lost City of the Jedi. Um, so that Luke can help them try and figure this computer out. And they they need to... Oh, I forgot there's a person named Snoke in this book. <gasps> what? 
Yeah. <laughs> F what? It's it's just a weird reference that Ken makes. He says Snoke Lerone made the trip from here to the Bespin system in 15 standard time parts. Tweet while he, while that he's, to Pablo. <laughs> he's talking. I should probably should. He's talking to Han about, um, you know, making the Kessel Run because, of course, that's the only thing you can talk to. Han also, about. that I think has been mentioned in every Star Wars book I that think I've it read. Has. So even in the Force Awakens, <laughs> even in that one, even in Bloodlines. Um. So yeah, he he mentions about Snoke Lerone making the trip faster. So I would love I it if Snoke's name, Supreme Leader Snoke Lerone. <laughs> that would be. I would. I think I'd like it more if his Snoke name. Snoke yeah, yeah, I think it'd be better. Um. So they go down to this this lost city, of the Jedi, and they can't figure out how to turn the computer on to make it the rainy season, so that the rain will shut out all the things. And by the way, if if the listeners are thinking that it looks like some kind of Star Wars computer. No, this the computer that Ken has in his room literally is just a 1992 Macintosh computer. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, however, something really cool happens. Whoa. Luke, they're trying to figure out how to activate this machine, and even DJ doesn't know how to activate it. No one knows how to turn on the rainy season. Luke remembers a certain code that he was supposed to memorize. Oh, that I actually oh, did forget. About you the forgot code. about it. So Luke <laughs> types the code into the the Yavin computer. They start the rainy season early, and the 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 planet's saved. And at this point, DJ realizes that he can trust Luke, and so he sends Luke. Of course, wants to take Ken with him because who wouldn't want Ken? Because he's the greatest. So sure. Luke Luke takes Ken. Hey, what have with we him. seen in Ken that makes him so great? By the way, does he use the Force? No, he has not used the Force yet. He's <laughs> not. He has not done anything in this book except be in the right place at the right time and be chosen to live in this lost city of the Jedi. And and every character tells him he's important. But we don't know why. Okay, so we don't know why he was chosen or who we chose do, him. We do eventually find, I'm not going to spoil it. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. In, mm-hmm. in book two, consisting of books four through six, we oh find we so... find out about why Ken is so special. We are reading the second book, but it is not in book two. <laughs> no, yeah. Book wow. two is in book one. Yeah. Oh Obviously. <laughs> Obviously, Jake. Why would you be confused about that? So DJ agrees that Luke can take Ken with him because Luke really wants to take Ken because everybody loves Ken. And uh, that's that's where this book ends. Luke takes Ken to to train him. Oh, well, that's it. Well, that's what it. happens with the beloved Darth Vader guy? Uh, they, they had to, he had to leave because he was burnt. So they oh, he left. got burnt like a little burnt. potato. Yeah, so he had to leave Yavin before he could find the lost city of the Jedi. And now it doesn't even matter because Ken's not there anymore. So, huh? Even though there's like a, a huge, vast library of knowledge in this city of the Jedi, I was no just one about cares to ask, about it anymore. Did they find some kind of artifact or object of importance in this lost city? No, Ken is the only thing important in this city. I think we go back to it mm. later. I think I think wow. that's where the whole book ends, is in the lost city of the Jedi. The oh, whole, like, I mean, the whole series ends there with like a big confrontation there. So we'll nice. we'll go back to the lost city, but okay. for now it's for now it's done. And then we have the glossary. Well, any, any which is just about as long. No. Top world it has top world in the glossary. Read the uh, in case you don't know what top world. Read means. the expression. Zebo. The definition. Yeah, read the exp- expression. Read the read express the yourself expression. while reading the definition. Also include the mood. There it is. So um, <laughs> a little hint for our next episode: the cover of Isaac's book is insane. <laughs> it is the it most is. insane thing I've ever seen. I think we've been going for long enough. We got we got an episode. We're actually out of that. right on forty five minutes. <clears throat> yeah, we got an episode out of that. You have any final we, statements, Riley? Um, the final thoughts again. Closing arguments. If you are listening, we didn't play any games, by the way. That's a disappointment. Oh, that's right. Are there any games? We've we never had an this? episode of EU that didn't involve a game. Oh no. 
What a load we, of hot garbage this episode was. I know because we already did the acronym game. Um, oh, give us the give us we'll do the glossary game. Give us a, a oh, word and see if we can find the okay. figure out the definition. We'll play the glossary game. You're never gonna guess these because like look at this description for Ken. It's just like his history. Wait a minute. The character is in the glossary. Is that a Ken with yeah. an eye? Uh no, it's just, it's K E. Never mind, it's that's my eyes. K E N, just a normal Ken. Okay. No story here. Uh, all right, so here's here's something in the glossary. Mm. Moltak. Can you use it in a sentence? Um, <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Are we supposed to guess if it is like a what kind know. of noun is this? Can you spell it? M O L T O K. I'm gonna say that um, it's when an underground rodent is able to become sentient and speak. Okay, Moltoc. Isaac, any guesses on what Moltoc is? I would say this is a, uh, a, a three-armed senator from a planet that has no light except for three days of a year because their planet spins weird. Both of those are cooler than what it actually is. Good. Um, it's Good. just the planet where the Hoden live. It's where Baji comes from. It oh. has a greenhouse. Lame! Yeah. How about this? Describe this character to me. Commodore Zugs. I'm going to say that he gives hugs, but they're like extreme Zack Snyder hugs. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Twisted hugs. Zugs. <laughs> I would I, say... Well, I'm going to say that that might be when Zack Snyder gives a hug, he gives a zug. <laughs> <laughs> I will say his mother's maiden name was Zachary, but they got into the shoe business, and so they changed their last name to Zugs. And the husband... Oh, I understand. His name was the end of my bit. Go. <laughs> I thought they going to maybe say maybe he like married, she married Sabalba or something. Ooh. Is it Doug? No, he is a bald, beady-eyed Imperial officer who pilots Triaculus's Imperial Strike Cruiser spaceship. That's way too many words. Imperial Strike Cruiser spaceship. You could definitely drop you two of those. What's, yeah. the, what's the acronym for that? <laughs> uh, Ips. The acronym everything except for the thing with the most complicated title. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's do let's do one more. One more. Um, describe this droid to me. Okay. No. His name is Chip, short for microchip. In parentheses. No way. His name is Chip, and in parentheses, short for microchip. Chops younger brother. <laughs> Chop's younger brother? Uh, Mrs. Potts' younger son. <laughs> He's just Ken's best friend and personal droid. Wait, that's not the name of the droid you were. No, I about. didn't. I didn't mention Chip before wow. because he's not important. He's like the the nerdy friend of Ken who never wants to do. Like Ken's like, let's go to this top world and we can figure. And Chip's like, no, we can't. We're not allowed. That's important and to know. So is so Ken's not the only human. No, this oh, is he a is, droid. Yeah, this is a droid. He's the only human. So Ken's okay. only friend is a droid. Interesting. Um, Judging by the glossary, much, this much book is like me boss. when I was twelve. So that's why these oh, books appeal to me. Oh, poor homeschool yeah. Riley. <laughs> did you write these books, by the way? I did. <laughs> I had them commissioned. Well, guys, um, that was an episode that we did. Wait, final thought. I wanted to say something. Go for before it. Before we played our game, I had it's a our final podcast. Thought. These books are if you want to like enjoy an hour of your afternoon pick up one of these books and read it because it's it's ridiculous and you'll laugh the whole way through they're very short or if you have 
like a nephew or a niece or a, a child who's like around I wouldn't say twelve year olds would like this these days, but if you have a like a, if you have a seven or eight year old kid who likes Star Wars and you're trying to find harmless things, this is extremely harmless. They're fun. Yeah. Your kids will enjoy it. It'll take them a couple days to read it's it. It's like a round book. You can't get a paper cut from it. It's really yeah, it's, it's really safe. No electricity. Um so all the pages are made of rubber. Yeah, Riley, it's really safe. Grade the uh, as we do on the EU. Grade this book based on entertainment value. I've literally never graded a book based on entertainment value. Well, you well, failed. Any, you've never asked me. <laughs> I'm a bad host, <laughs> and I am because I didn't ask yeah. you, Riley. I I would give this enjoyment level. I'd give it a seven because I had fun reading it because it's ridiculous. And we don't really do quality ratings because that would be very no. low. But an enjoyment rating, I'd give this a seven. That's good. That's a, that's a recommend. So, guys, um, thank you for listening. Follow us on Twitter. Rate and review. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. But you don't. You don't even have to write a review because no. someone left a one star. Listen, if you're a coward <laughs> of the Colin variety or the Bob's and Dugnut variety, <laughs> you can just click the. <laughs> And if you're a new listener, they're basically just a person who followed us on Twitter that didn't like our RFR bit that we're assuming gave us one star. <laughs> we don't know it was you, but we... But he has was defended so, himself. It was someone true. with a very Doug Nut quality to him. <laughs> so anyway, you know, you can be cowardly and just click the star button. And hey, if it's five stars, I'm going to say that takes courage. Because, you know, to stand by something you believe in these days... <laughs> It takes courage, especially a terrible podcast like ours. In this economy. In this economy, five stars aren't free. <laughs> but, so rate and review. Follow us on Twitter. Write us an email. <laughs> Gosh darn it. We want your feedback. We did get an email. Mm-hmm. We did. We actually got an e- We got two emails. We're going to read that on a regular episode. Probably. We'll read it on a regular episode. The one that four more people listen to than this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to say. Here's a compromise. If you don't like the show, don't give us one star. Write us a review and tell us what you don't like about it. Give us three stars. Hey, we'll take three stars. No one but we would that. really, it's really like. one or five, right? Yeah. No, who does three? Even Netflix is woke now. They just give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down yeah. option. <laughs> Let's, but just assume that you liked the show. <laughs> if you're having like, I don't know if I liked that, assume that you liked it. And write us an email if you're not sure, and we'll tell you if you liked it. And we'll explain why it's good. And... Next time on EU, if you guys are reading along, which I don't think anybody is, but hey, I think it'd be fun to do that. Even us, the rest of us on the podcast aren't reading along. Only one of us is reading the books. But if you, the listener, want to read the next book that we're talking about, Isaac, what are we going to be talking about next time? We are reading book number 12 in the Jedi Apprentice series, which is called (laughs) The Evil Experiment. Book number 12, Jedi Apprentice. The evil Be experiment. there. And it is really insane. Qui-Gon is on some kind of yeah, pentagram torture, torture device. Torture device, it's yeah. really strange. Mr. E.X. Perryman goes evil. And in very <laughs> tiny so letters. Stupid. It took me way too long to get that dumb joke. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> so, guys, for another week, it has been E. Ew. Delicately curated short form conversation of the expanded universe brought to you lovingly in weekly increments by the loquacious guest. Weekly? If you're host, Riley. Hi. Jake, it's me. And... Now every other episode where we've done EU, we only mention the guy doing it. But as soon as it's my turn, you guys got to get your own five seconds oh, of glory. I see how it is. I Goodbye, forgot about listener. that. I'm so, no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I forgot about that part. Of it. I'm sorry. Like I said, never hosted one of these EU episodes. It's weird.
my Isaac as Are a you 41 Vex? I think that's the one voice that everybody can do. Thanks. I just realized that. I was like, hey, wait, I can do that voice too. I'm 41 Vex. Hey, we're all 41 Vex. Well, you, the reason why I thought of it is because it sounds so flawlessly like Cleveland from the Cleveland <laughs> show that I thought, is that voice actor even trying? Like, if it was, if no. you just like instinctually did that voice, it's coming out at the same time as a real Star Trek show, that Discovery. Yeah, Star Trek. Which I feel like I'm, I'm going to watch gonna, it. I'm going to give it a chance so that I can say that I've watched a Star Trek show. You, you never watch watching the, the old stuff. You should watch Next Generation. I watched the originals. Cheers. Yeah. I did, I couldn't get into Next Generation. Did you start at season one? Because mm-hmm. you shouldn't. Season one I don't like bad. shows with, with a bunch of stipulations on when I need to start. Start at season two. Okay. If Riker has a beard, you're in the cleared. But you... <laughs> Dave Filoni, is that you? Hey, it's me, Dave Filoni. Did I ever tell you about the time I tweeted that thing? <laughs> Did you ever notice that Sabine's hair is blue? And that blue is also the color of the ocean. Okay, guys, bye. Next Did time. you ever notice that Toronto looks yeah, like the ocean? <laughs>